the ministry of Bishop Eddie Fabin edifies, comforts, and exhorts as God confirms his word with accompanying miracles, signs, and wonders. Bishop Eddie Fabin is a pastor with the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches and currently pastors the Catch the Anointing Center in Oboise. His weekly Sunday services, Monday 11th hour prayers and the Friday prophetic turning point services are streamed live on Facebook and have blessed many lives. He's also a seasoned counselor God uses immensely to repair shattered relationships. You are about to experience the manifest presence of God. Now here's Bishop Eddie Fabian. Isaiah chapter 54. Isaiah chapter 54. Is somebody there? Let's all read from verse 1 to verse 3. Ready? Go. Isaiah chapter 54 verse 1 to 3. Sing, O barren, thou that didst not bear, break forth. Are you reading? Read like soldiers. Ready? Go. Sing, O barren, thou that didst not bear, break forth into singing. And cry aloud, thou that does not travail with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife. Say the Lord. Verse 2. Enlarge the place of thy tent. And let them stretch forth the curtains of thine habitations. Spare not. Lengthen thy cords. Strengthen thy stakes. For thou shalt break forth on the right hand and on the left and thy seed shall inherit the Gentiles and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. Hallelujah. So, this is a prophetic word from the prophet Isaiah to the children of Israel. And um, he was encouraging them uh, not to give up because uh, greater days are ahead. Especially if you are barren, believe that you are not going to be barren any longer. In the name of Jesus. But verse 2 is, is something to take note of. He said, enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch forth the curtains of thine habitations. So, one of the things that he was saying to them was, have a mind to do more. Than you are doing have a mind to have more than you have enlarge the place of your tent once you start enlarging it means that you are looking forward to something more than what you have yeah if let's say you have a church and um, you have a few chairs there and just a few people are coming into church and then you decided that let me expand and let me bring in more chairs what do you have in mind yes you have in mind that you're going to have more people coming in and so you decided to increase the number of chairs in the same way this scripture is encouraging us to have a mind to do more yeah you see, the church must begin to think this way because even the devil is thinking that way. The Bible says that hell has enlarged its mouth. Hell. Yeah. Can you look at that scripture? I think it is Isaiah 5:14 or something like that. Hell has enlarged. It said. Isaiah 5 14 he said therefore hell has enlarged herself and opened her mouth without measure hey so even the devil is expecting more people when he looks at the way things are going and he looks at the way the church is behaving he's beginning to see that it looks like he's going to have more people than he's expecting so hell is making renovations and they are widening the gates because they don't want a stampede at the gate of hell 
I mean, this should make us sit up and realize that, hey, if that's how the devil is working, then it means that we must do greater things for God. I don't know whether you are hearing me. So, when they say that attempt great things for God, you must begin to think big in the things that you do for God. Many of us are attempting something, but we are not attempting great things. Hallelujah. But we are talking about attempting great things for God. Not just anything at all, but having a mind that I am going to do even greater. Oh, can I hear your loudest amen? So you find Bishop saying here that this book is about attempting to do something great for God. Make an attempt. Make an attempt. Are you here? Make an attempt to do something great for God. Don't just sit there and say, I don't know what I can do. You can do a lot more than you're doing. You can do great things and greater things. In fact, Jesus said it in John is it chapter 12 and verse 24 is that it it said the works that I do shall you do also uh, no this one is except the corner of wheat falls to the ground but is it 14 14 what 12 I think the, the, the scriptures you know okay 14 12 he said Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works, somebody say greater works, than these shall he do, because I go to the Father. So Jesus is expecting you to do greater works. Oh, your amen is weak. Attempt to do greater works. Attempt to do greater works. Make up your mind. I'm going to do something greater than what I'm doing. You will discover many great things. You will discover many great things you can do for the Lord. A great thing is something that God calls great. If God doesn't call it great, then it's not great. Throughout the scriptures, you will see that in different parts, God speaks of great things. That's why that, that, that songwriter said, You are great, yes, you are. Holy one, you walked upon the sea, you raised the dead, you reign in majesty. Mighty one, everything written about you is great. Because you see, the God that we serve is a great God, and anybody who is serving Him must have a mind that I'm going to do great things for God. I see you doing great things for God. I see you attempting great things for God. In the name of Jesus, in this year and in this month, I see you attempting great things for God. In the name of Jesus, we're going to do it. I said we're going to do it. In Jesus' name. He said, we are interested in things that are great in the eyes of God. We are interested in things that are called great in the Bible. What is great to a businessman may not be great to a servant of God. And what is called great to a politician may not be called great in the sight of God. So if you are going to compare greatness with the way the world sees greatness, you will make a mistake. And that is how come some people will be shocked when they arrive in heaven. Because you would think that you did some great things. But in the sight of God, those things were not great. Yeah. These words from the prophet Isaiah are telling us to attempt to create a larger tent. <laughs> attempt to build a bigger tent. Expect more people to occupy the tent. Expect to need a bigger tent to give a covering to a larger crowd. Wow. The prophecy is clear. 
for all who are interested in visions of God. The visions of God tell us to attempt to enlarge our ministries. The visions of God tell us to expect great things and to attempt great things. Hallelujah. So these were the words of William Carey who was a missionary to India. And he said, attempt great things for God and expect the great things from God. This year, this month, attempt great things for God. Expect great things from God. I said what? Attempt great things for God. Expect great things from God. I didn't hear you. Attempt great things for God. Expect great things from God. Yes. So we need to see, like we are saying, the things that are important in the sight of God. Luke 16, verse 15. Thank you, Lord. Oh, wow. Hmm. He said, and he said unto them, Ye are they which justify yourselves before men. You justify yourself before men, but God knoweth your heart. For that which is highly esteemed among men is abomination in the sight of God. So there are things that we esteem as great in the sight of men. But in the sight of God, the Bible says it's an abomination. And we need to be careful. We need to check our lives. What are the things you are doing for men? Great things you are doing for men. And it's an abomination in the sight of God. Yeah? You may be doing great things for CCC. <laughs> or you are doing great things for TTT. Or AAQ. Or AQA. Because I see that the companies these days they have letters. MTNAGA. This is all. We too we have our letters. KKK. KQB. You may be doing great works for all these companies. But it is all an abomination in the sight of God. No, ask yourself, who do you do great things for? Yeah. And of all these things, which one will last? Yeah. I see how some of you run, sweat, give yourselves wholly to things of this world. And when it comes to the things of God, it is like we are pulling hair out of your nose. Just to get you to do something small for God. Hey. I mean, God must be very sad that the people that he gave himself for, who, who are very happy that they have been saved, when they came, they did not give themselves to the work that he had called or he saved them for. They started giving themselves to other things. They are, they are looking for other things. They are looking for money. They are looking for fame in the world. But not the things of God. Yeah. They say, you are they who savor the things of the world and not the things of Christ. So, we need to be checking ourselves to see what, what are we giving ourselves to? One day I heard Bishop say, he said he met somebody who gave him his complimentary card or her complimentary card or something and the things they had written on the complimentary card is under very powerful. This is this MS something something MD of this and CEO of this and so many things hey you can easily be afraid 
But he said when he took the car, then he looked at it, he, he heard the Holy Spirit say, it's all sandcastle. Do you know sandcastle? Sometimes when you go to the beach and you are playing, we build what we call sandcastles. You use the sand to make a castle. You build something. But the thing about that thing is that as soon as there's a wave that comes, by the time the wave goes down, the whole sandcastle is down. And what the Holy Spirit was saying was that this thing that you are seeing that looks just one wave, it will all just go down. So, are you building a sandcastle thinking that you are doing something great? Or you are actually doing great things for God? Every time you do great things or great secular things, you reduce your chances of doing great things for God. Great things on earth are not great things for God. Earthly things have left the churches dry. That which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. Many have set the visions of heaven and of God aside. Instead of seeing that we can do great things for God, Church leaders have led the church into business, education, and other secular uh, social works. Mercy. So winning and church planting are not the same as building secular schools and health institutions. You may easily think that we are also doing something as we are building schools. And, and, and that's the... That's the, 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 the the problem that people feel that when we go and win souls, it's not powerful. When we go preaching the word of God, it's not something powerful. But when we have built a hospital, and he said, This hospital was built by so so and so church, then it's like, Yeah, Jerusalem Ministries International Church built this hospital. Oh, wow, they have done very well. We should clap for them. Clap for Jerusalem Missionary International Church. Or we do a, a, a borehole or we provide something, a school. Then yeah, they are doing great things. You see, it's great. We are not saying that it should not be done. And our church, we have all these things. You all know it. We have schools, our school, we are almost getting to the university. We have a, a hospital. We are even having different, this thing to see to uh, the underprivileged uh, and all that different. We have an orphanage. All these things are good. I mean, when you do it, they say you are great. But we will make the mistake of thinking that that is what is great in the sight of God. It is good. But you see, it is not what we have been called to do. Yeah. Ghana Education Service is supposed to bring the schools. <laughs> not the church. And it's because they are not doing it. That's why the church has risen up to do it. The universities that they built, they just three that they built. One in Accra, one in Cape Coast, one in Kumasi. Just three. And the population is increasing. A lot more people are coming up. What do we do? They started painting the polytechnics and turning them into universities. <laughs> and it's not the same. It's not the same. So now, the church is looking at their members, looking at the way things are going. The members can't get into the schools. And even the schools, the number of people that are there Hey, the toilet that they are using about how many people and they are having SOS do you know SOS ask the next person what SOS is he will show you
And so the church now has to build a school to support because what is happening is, is not helping. But it doesn't mean that that's the work. But we can easily deceive ourselves thinking that Charlie, we are very great and we are doing great things for God. But that's not it. That's not it. Yeah. Because Jesus' great commission, he didn't say, go into the world and build uh, schools, hospitals, and boreholes. Is, is that what Jesus said? And the world is making us feel that, no, we have not understood what Jesus said. <laughs> but this is what Jesus said. No, that is not what Jesus said. We must not try to do any other thing apart from what Jesus said. I decided to go back home. A church is a very spiritual body. A church is not a building. Salvation is not education. Salvation is a conversion of the soul and the transformation of the spirit of a man. Making disciples for Jesus is not the same as raising leaders and entrepreneurs for the business world. When I speak about attempting great things for God, I'm not talking about building hotels, universities, secondary schools, boreholes, and connecting electricity to villages. I'm talking about achieving the goal for which Jesus Christ came into this world. The salvation of the world through the blood of Jesus Christ. The greatest work is indeed a spiritual work. Emmanuel, are you understanding it? Yeah. So don't go and sit at a TTT and be working your 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 what? Your heart out and your other places out for them and saying I'm doing great things. No. Listen, let's try and convert all these great things we are doing in other places. Bring it to God. I'm telling you, God will bless you even greater than what that those places will bless you. Yeah. If we get this understanding, our attitude towards church and the things of church will change. But for now, people can't understand that we need to attempt great things for God and not for any secular institution. Wow. Let's get it straight. No one else can do what the church does. No. No, 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 no. Do you think that ECG will come and stand there that we are going to preach the gospel? Uh, uh, <laughs> and they will do it. Let's be serious. They will not do it. Yeah. Or you think that MPP people will come and stand there and say, today instead of campaigning for MPP, we are going to be campaigning for Jesus Christ. Or where is it so when we begin to leave what we have to do and do what they have to do and thinking that they will do what we have to do it's foolishness it's absurdity yeah that's why the church must wake up and time is really running fast as many people are becoming more and more self-centered and not thinking about the things of god no secondary school ministers Holy Spirit baptism <laughs> or prays for the sick. Have you seen that whole uh, secondary school? They say uh, one of the they say period uh, first second period is Holy Spirit baptism. First period is uh, history. Second period geography. Third period Holy Spirit baptism. Even the teacher will bring that they will suck him. No hospital is charged with the preaching of Jesus Christ. The same yesterday, today, and forever. No hotel or business can do what the church does. A hotel is not a church. I said a hotel is not a church. Then the hotel manager will be going from door to door. Or your door to door evangelism. Then he'll be knocking. Room number 101. I've come to share with you Jesus Christ. For where? And we are sitting down thinking that it will be done. Tell somebody, listen, we are going to attempt great things for God. 
Now, when I speak of attempting great things for God, I'm talking about fulfilling the Great Commission. I'm talking about the original God-given mandate of the church to go into all the world and preach the gospel. We are not to preach physics. Then we arrive and say, according to uh, uh, what? Newton's law of motion. Action and reaction are opposite in direction. They are equal and opposite in direction. Then you stand before the person. Brother, I want to tell you, Newton's law of motion. A body will continue in this state of motion until an external force is applied on it and it will go. Do you understand? Hey! Then the church is preaching it. We have not been called to preach chemistry. Boy's law and child's law. <laughs> Teaching about titration and getting to the end point and talking about adding, uh, uh, balancing the chemical equation. No. That's not what we have been called to preach. We have not been called to preach biology. Even though once in a while we bring in biology. Last Sunday I was sharing some biology with you concerning metamorphosis. Come on now. Put your hands together for Jesus. But that's not what we have been called. It was helping me to preach my 2 Corinthians 3.18. Yeah. If I'm bringing it in, it's helping me to preach my destiny. But it's not that that's the main thing. So now you have stopped preaching. Today we are going to learn about Charles Law. <laughs> An angel will slap you there. We have him called to preach sociology or politics. We are to preach Jesus Christ and him crucified. Most universities set aside the church and minimize its importance. It's amazing that the churches which have been set aside and disregarded by universities are the very ones that set aside their own doctrine to follow the university's curriculum. And even now in schools, abroad, in certain places, they don't want to see Bible. If the schools don't want to see Bible, why are we also bringing uh, chemistry books into the church? Nelcon and, Nelcon and Parker. Are you putting in use Nelcon and Parker? Which books did you use? Akiola. Ah. What? Gas. Gas. Which one is that? It's a science book. By who? Who is Gast? Ghana Association of Science Students. Okay. What series? SAP. SAP series. Oh. Charlie, why you see books, Papa? You have to use Lambert. Lambert. A very good chemistry book. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know any, any of those books. Physics books like Deacon Parker. These are the books we're using. Biology, what were we using? What? Mega biology. Mercy. Anyway, we should not go into that before we realize we are also going to other things. Why does the church set aside the Bible and teach business, psychology, political science, and business management in the pulpit? Why doesn't the university set aside its business studies? psychology, political sciences to teach the Bible in the classroom. Why don't they do that? They will not do it because they have given themselves to something else. They are attempting great things in another area. So why do we rather bring in all these things when we have to attempt great things for God? Hmm. Let us attempt great things for God. Let us win souls for Jesus. Let us build a church for God. Let us do things that the Bible says are great works. 
Let us focus on spiritual things that have eternal value. And let us not be impressed with earthly glamour. The things that are highly esteemed among men are an abomination before God. Yeah. I tell you. I don't know how many of you listened to last Sunday's message as Bishop was preaching. He was talking about this lady from Bolivia who said that she was angry and she felt very offended that there's no church in Bolivia. There's no lighthouse church in Bolivia. <laughs> and she was offended. But I know why you are quiet because <laughs> you are wondering that number one, Bolivia. Who is going to Bolivia? Is it me? It's supposed to be you. You have gone to all other places, but not the places that God wants you to go. And I said, wow. She's offended because she's expecting that people should be there. <laughs> it took great counseling to calm her down. Now listen, there's a reason why there's nobody there. There are certain people, they are sitting in the church, they will not move. They said, this is where we are. There are many things we are going to attempt to look at, but the first one I want us to look at, attempt to grow a church. Attempt to grow a church. And um, I'll just touch on it. I believe that we'll continue later. But in Acts chapter 16, verse 5, if you can give us the New Living Translation, Acts 15, 16 verse 5. Okay. So it says that what? So the churches were strengthened in their faith. May our churches be strengthened in their faith. And grew larger every day. Wow. Oh, I think it's a good place to put your hands together. May that be our testimony. That we are growing larger every day. I see your basenta growing larger every day. I see your center growing larger every day. I see your branch growing larger every day. In the name of Jesus Christ. And the churches were strengthened in their faith. And they grew larger. Larger. That is what God is expecting. And that is what all of us must attempt to do. That we want to see the church grow larger. We want to see the ministries in the church grow larger. We want to see the choir growing larger. We want to see the apostles growing larger. We want to see the different groups in the church growing larger. And you see people are so inward looking. And we are okay. I mean, you come to church and you don't see, you see some of the church empty, it, nothing moves you. Yeah. But somebody who is attempting great things for God, especially attempting to grow a church, will notice these things. Yeah. Otherwise, you can be in your basenta meeting every day when you go, two people, one person. And then you keep quoting the scripture where two or three are gathered in my name. There I am in their midst. So it's okay. Two or three we have gathered is enough. But the Bible says that they grew larger every day. We must grow larger every day. Every one of you must have that vision in your heart. That the church must grow larger every day. Larger. Attempt great things for God. Attempt growing a church because the church of God can grow if you nurture it. Mm. Achieving church growth is one of the most difficult things to do. It's not an easy thing, no. Yeah, if you see a church that has grown, salute whoever is there. Yeah. I said what? If you have seen a church that has grown, 
salute. You see people get up and say, oh, they, don't, they, don't, uh, they, they are looking for money, so they are doing church. Or they want to. It, it doesn't just happen. Oh. <laughs> wow. Many pastors are not able to make their churches grow. Many pastors find it very difficult to grow beyond 70 members. There are few churches that have a thousand real members sitting in the church on a Sunday morning. And the gates of hell are postured against the church. Demons keep coming out of the gates of hell to attack the advancing church. And you must fight to achieve church growth. Let it be one of the great ambitions of your life. Achieving church growth is more difficult than becoming a medical doctor. More church growth. Make church growth one of the ambitions of your life. You will accomplish it. Oh yeah. Are you there? It is more difficult than being a medical doctor. More difficult. And even the doctors, they say it. <laughs> because see, the church, you are dealing with different things, not just medicine. You are de de dealing with medical issues, social issues, marital issues, financial issues, business. You are dealing with so many things. Yeah. That's why a doctor cannot just get up and say, I'm doing medicine. <laughs> I'm doing church. Because it is not a simple thing. It's a very spiritual thing. But at least let us attempt. Make an attempt. Brother Lance, make an attempt to grow the church. Don't just grow your business. Don't just grow your family. There are some people, they are just born in and born in and born in. Every year, another child is sucking your breast. Last year, it was this child who was sucking the right one, right one. This year, you have gotten another one sucking the left one. Three years ago, it was another one. And some of them, they don't stop sucking. Even after three years, they are still sucking the breast. And you have become a woman that all you are doing is just breastfeeding. Attempt to grow the church. Attempt to grow the ashes ministry. Don't just watch it and say we are five. <laughs> we have done well. You have not done well. And they grew larger every day. Attempt to grow the media team. Attempt to grow the dancing stars. Attempt to grow the people that you are bringing in your bus, attempt to grow it. You just bring three people, one bus, one big bus. You put three people inside. No attempt to grow it. Oh, you don't understand the message I'm preaching. A simple message. Instead of attempting to grow your hair, <laughs> Or isn't that the things that the ladies are doing? Buying creams. And sometimes you see a woman has given birth to a, a, a child, a little girl. The girl herself, she doesn't even know what is it. The, the life is all about. You see the mother forcing the hair, trying to pluck the hair. No hair is there. One small one, he says, hey! Attempting to grow the hair. But attempt great things for God. Attempt to grow a church. Attempt to have a large church family. Attempt to have over a thousand members. Your church can grow if the Holy Spirit is working through you. And you can have church, many church members if you attempt great things for God. Haven't you heard the scripture, Jeremiah 30, verse 19? Beautiful scripture. Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 19. Just about to close. 
Jeremiah chapter 30 and verse 19. Can you change it to Kojovi? He said, And out of them shall proceed thanksgiving, and the voice of them that make merry. And I will multiply them. Oh, I, I don't know whether you are receiving this one. This is a prophetic word from the prophet Jeremiah. And I will multiply them. And I will multiply them. And I will multiply them. I see a multiplication of the church. In the name of Jesus, I see a multiplication of the choir. I see a multiplication of the apostles. I see a multiplication of the teachers and follow-up. I see a multiplication of every center. I see a multiplication of centers. I see a multiplication of branches in the name of Jesus. And I will multiply them. I will multiply them. I will multiply them. And they shall not be few. I declare from today that we shall not be few. In this church, we shall not be few. I see a multiplication taking place in the name of Jesus Christ. God is multiplying you. You will not just be one person coming to church. When you are coming, there will be 10 people following you. There will be 20 people following you. Your bus will be filled with people. There will be a lot of people who would like to come to church with you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. I will multiply them. I will multiply them. I will multiply them. I will multiply them. Receive a multiplication. They shall not be few. Then he said, I will glorify them. I will glorify them. Receive the glory of the Lord. And they will not be small. I see glory coming upon us. We shall not be small. As we attempt great things for God. We shall not be small. We shall not be small. Hey. Do you believe it? So, how did the apostles achieve church growth? As I close. Number one. Attempt to achieve church growth to the level of 3,000 members. Acts chapter 2 verse 41. Acts 2 41. Then they that gladly received the word were baptized. And the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. May God add 3,000 people to us. Oh, your amen is very weak. I see us growing to 3,000. Do you believe it? I said, do you believe it? So will you attempt to grow the church to 3,000? Will you do your part to grow the church to 3,000? May you receive the grace to do that in the name of Jesus. Instead of attempting to grow other things, growing the cassava in your backyard, attempt to grow the church. Number two. Oh, what a blessing. Attempt to achieve church growth to the level of 5,000 members. Now the thing is going higher. You see, when you don't give yourself that kind of vision of going up, you will just stagnate and you'll be okay where you are. But you see, in those days, the, 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 the churches were growing to 3,000 and 5,000. And that is how we must see things. Otherwise, we'll be very comfortable. We will think that we have arrived when we have not arrived. We will not put in any more effort. We will not make more attempts to grow the church. We will just be happy where we are. It's like a few people have come. It's okay. But it's not okay. Jesus said, that Anakazo man said, go to the highways, to the byways, to the hedges, to all the corners and the ghettos. He said, go and bring them until the house is filled. He said, there's still more room. Beloved, there's still more room. As we have gathered here, there should be more people here than we are. But you see, people are not thinking of attempting. It's like, it's okay. But attempt. Try it. Sometimes we just feel that, oh, I cannot do it. But have you tried? Try it. 
sinners, try it. Try it and see. You'll be amazed. Yeah. Try it. We see a lot of people. We will not try. Especially when it comes to church things. We will try with other things. But not church things. Yeah. You have tried when you are going to rap a girl. You try. You go and rap. You are looking for a beloved. You try. Many times. Even when they bounce you, you still go again. You keep trying. <laughs> Acts chapter 4 verse 4. How be it, many of them which heard the word believed, and the number of the men was about 5,000. 5,000. This one is just the men. No? Only the men. Now, if the women come to add, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Number three, attempt to achieve church growth until everything is multiplied. Attempt it until you see that everything has multiplied. And that's why we are not going to give up. We are going to attempt till we see that everything has multiplied. I want to see the prayer ministry multiplied. I want to see the choir multiplied. I want to see the ashes multiplied. I want to see everybody, even the choristers and the, those who lead worship. I want to see it multiplying. We should have an array of stars. Different people come to stand there. When you pick up the microphone, it, 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 it's amazing because everyone is anointed to lead us in worship. It's going to happen in Jesus' name. Oh yeah, God is going to give it to us. As we attempt, God will give it to us. Yeah. I feel we have more worship leaders sitting down who can rise up and come and lead. There are more people who can do the media work. There are more people who can do things in the church. But people are just seated because we will not attempt it. Attempt. Try. When you're going to write exams, you will see that they write attempt four questions or isn't that what they say attempt <laughs> yeah even if you have not learned you attempt Acts chapter 6 verse 1 and in those days when the number of disciples was multiplied multiplied disciples you see disciples are different from members those of you here are more of disciples disciple comes from the word discipline it takes only disciplined people to decide that I'm going to be in church even on a weekday others feel that I'll come on Sunday and even a Sunday we come late But when disciples multiply, members also multiply. Because the disciples are the ones who go and bring more members. And that is why we must see more disciples. More of you must become greater disciples. Attempting great things for God. Attempting to preach. Attempting to heal. Attempting to raise the dead. At least you have done it. By the time you arrive in heaven, you also attempted to do something. Attempt it. Don't just sit there and say, it's for certain people. Who says so? Who, who, who said so? Who says so? There's nothing that is the sole reserve of certain people. Preserve. It's for everybody. You can also do it. I say you can also do it. Yeah. I don't know anything in the church that I have not attempted. I've attempted, even if I didn't try. I couldn't do it. Even keyboard. I've attempted all these things. It's an attempt. What have you attempted? It's a percenter. Attempt it. And you will join. <laughs> Number four. Attempt to achieve church growth until the whole city comes to the church. <laughs> 
You love it, eh? I also love it. The whole city attempted Gozenas until the whole of Nyamiso is coming to your, your center. Then you are attempting. You have a mind. It may be too ambitious, but it is good. It's better. Yes. When you are going to write exam, you don't go and say, if I get 50%, it's okay. Before I realize, you have 20. Tell yourself, I'm going to get 100%. And when you fall, you fall at 70. But you attempt, you go to 50. Oh, me, I'm attempting. Me, near 50, I'll take it like that. Before I realize, you are having 15. No, there are some people like that. They, they write, when we are writers, and they answer two questions. I've done some two questions. This one, at least 50 there, I'll get. You'll be there. five this one i'm adding this one attempt to have a burning vision for church growth attempt what to have a burning vision for church growth because everything that we do is based on a certain vision in your heart that is burning to see the church grow if it's not there in your heart, we are wasting our time. Yeah. It is that thing that will make you pray for it. It is that thing that will make you look for it. It is that thing that will make you talk to people to help you to make it grow. Otherwise, you'll be okay. It will not be something that is coming from outside. The reason why many of you don't do the things that you have to do is because it's not in you. If it's in you, that thing will work something out of you. But when it's not there, we will talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. It will not change. Believe God for a burning vision. Let it burn in your heart. Lord, give me that vision too. Let me also have it. The way Bishop talks about it, I also want to have it. The way he sees the thing about the church, I also want to have it. I want to feel it in my heart too. It shouldn't be that I'm just watching. Every day watching and hearing. And sometimes if you don't take care, you begin to criticize. Every day church growth. Every day to work of the ministry. Every day, every day. It's because it's not in your heart. But when the thing gets into your heart, nobody will tell you. You yourself will rise up and say, I want to see the church grow. I want to see the church working. I want to see many people come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Oh, may God put it in your heart. I said, may it burn in your heart. May something burn in your heart that I don't need to say it to you, but you yourself will find it right there in your heart. We don't need to tell you to come for Tuesday service. We don't need to call you. But it must be in your heart as a pastor, as a shepherd, as a church member, as a leader in the church. Let it burn in your heart. Let it burn in your heart. I said, let it burn in your heart as you give yourselves to the things of God. Stand to your feet, everybody, wherever you are. Put your hands together for Jesus. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Lift up your hands to the Lord tonight. Pray for that burning vision in your heart. Pray for it. Pray for a burning vision to attempt something for God. A burning vision to attempt something. To attempt church growth. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice and pray. Oh, pray for yourself. A burning vision. A burning vision. A burning vision. Oh God, may we burn for you, oh God. May our hearts burn for you. In the name of Jesus. Oh yes, we will not attempt great things for other places. And then a church is standing there. Oh God, but we will attempt great things for the church also. In the name of Jesus, attempting great things for God. Pray tonight. Pray just for three minutes. Pray that there will be a stirring in your heart. 
pray that there will be a burning in your heart pray that nobody will have to tell you nobody has to call you but you will give yourself to it you will run and do it in the name of jesus let it burn let it burn in our hearts of god let it burn in our hearts of god let it burn in our hearts of god a burning vision a burning vision oh lord May we attempt great things for you, O God. Repari kosi katara baba, rakatori arasuta la la baba baba, le baba baba. Oh, lift up your hands to the Lord. Tell the Lord, use me for greater works, O God. Use me for greater works. One minute commit yourself to God. Tell the Lord, use me, O God. Use me, O God. Rabakaturia Sakatabane. Shebalakaturia Nabaneane. Le Baba Baba Kotabane de Kosatalabane. Rekaturia Santele Bandaba. Pray 30 seconds. 30 seconds pray. Rekaturia Shakatabane. Yes, Lord. Take our lives, O God. Let it be consecrated, Lord, unto thee. Take our moments and our days. Let it flow in ceaseless praise. Mikatodaba. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Roko Sukatabanabashikarabane. And here I am waiting. Abide in me, I pray. Oh, here I am longing for you. Oh, 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 I mean your love. Oh, and bring me to my knees. Oh, 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 and may I know Jesus more and more. Oh, you want to sing it again? Here I am waiting, here I am waiting, come on, and here I am waiting, abide in me I pray, abide in me I pray, whoa, and here I am longing oh, for you, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean your love. Bring me to my knees and bring me to my knees. May I know Jesus more and more. Oh, and may I know Jesus more and more. Lift your hand wherever you are saying, Come live in me. Oh, come live in me, oh, all my life. Take over, Lord. Take over. Come breathe in me, and come breathe in me, oh, and I will ride on eagles' wing. On eagles, come live in me. And come live in me, oh, all my life. Take over, Lord. Take over. Come breathe in me. And come breathe in me, oh, and I will rise. Oh, on eagles' wings. I love the second verse. It says this, 
a beautiful savior i love to feel your touch i love to feel your touch oh yes you never forsake me you're always there you never forsake me oh you're always there oh each passing moment is you that i adore oh each passing moment it's you that i adore it's you that i adore i love you jesus more and more oh i love you jesus more and more oh how many want to sing it again i love it you want to sing beautiful savior come on and beautiful savior i love to feel your touch i love to feel your touch oh yes lord you never forsake me you never forsake me you're always there you're always there oh, oh. each passing moment it's you that i adore it's you that i adore i love you jesus more and more oh i love you jesus more and more oh hey, come live in me come live in me oh come on all my life take over lord take over come breathe in me come breathe in me oh and i will rise i will arise on you come live in me and come live in me oh all my life oh take over come breathe in me and come breathe in me oh and i will rise i will arise on eagles wings oh, oh, oh yes lord and i will rise i will arise on eagles oh just wave your hand to the lord Tell him I will arise on eagles' wings. Oh, I will rise. Oh, on eagles. Sing it again. I will arise. I will arise. And I will rise. Oh, yes, Lord. On eagles' wings. I will rise. Oh Jesus. Oh I will rise. Oh yes. May you rise on eagles' wings. May you rise higher and higher. May you rise in the things of God. May you rise in the work of God. May you rise in the things that you do for God. And I will rise. Oh, the Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Father, we bless you for tonight. We thank you, oh God that we can attempt great things for you that is what we long to do oh God in this month we will arise and attempt great things we'll attempt church growth oh yes we will not leave it the way it is we are not going to accept what is happening 
we are attempting growth on every side growth at every level in the name of Jesus Christ growth of the church ministries basentes basantes oh God centers let there be growth in branches growth in micro churches growth oh God of every member multiplication three thousand five thousand multiplication everywhere until the whole city is in the church in the name of Jesus we will attempt we will attempt it we will attempt it we will attempt it until we see the whole city come into the church oh Lord we bless you we thank you in Jesus name we pray and somebody shouted amen oh put your hands together for Jesus God bless you. We believe you have been exhorted, edified, and comforted by the prophetic word. Call or WhatsApp plus 233-591-524-522. That's plus 233-591-524-522. To speak to Prophet Eddie Fabian. Prophet Fabian would love to hear from you today and to stand with you in prayer. Eddie Fabian is also on Facebook, so stay in touch. Until Prophet Eddie Fabian comes your way again, run with a prophetic word.